Hello and welcome to the Cope Life Podcast. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for all of the people who continue to tune in week after week. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And this week, I want to talk about how gratitude can kind of hold you back. And what I mean is more of an integration of gratitude and self-judgment. The reason I bring this up is because there are a lot of people in life who are unfulfilled. You're not living your purpose. You're not doing what you love to do. You don't have a life where you routinely or frequently feel as though you truly come alive. When you think about what makes you tick, when you think about what do you love to do? What makes you come alive? What gets you excited about life? And for so many people, they simply don't even know the answer to that. You can ask people, what do you love to do? And they don't know the answer. They simply don't know. What makes you come alive? What gets you so engrossed in the moments that you reach a state where you don't even notice how much time has passed? You don't Realize how much energy you've expended where <clears throat> you can do something for hours. And then at the completion of that event, you feel more energized than when you started. Your heart is pounding and you're just fully focused and gross. You're fully just, you know, zoned in on this thing and you feel so alive and you love it. And there's so many people that if you ask them what that thing is, they don't know. You say, what makes you fulfilled? And they don't know. They don't know what makes them fulfilled. They don't know what makes them come alive. They don't know what they love to do. But what they tend to do is they tend to buffer that by saying that they have a good life. I'm grateful for what I have. I have a happy marriage. I have healthy, happy children. I have a nice home. I have a nice job. My car works well. Some people say I'm debt free or I make a lot of money. There are people who are single who have no kids and they say, I'm living my best life. I'm doing what I want to do. Nothing's holding me down. And I'm grateful for that. And the truth is they feel like they have so much goodness in their life that they should not want for more. They believe that the reason they don't feel fulfilled is because they're not grateful enough. But I have to tell you, gratitude has its limits. If I hand you $100, maybe you need $90 to keep the lights on and I give you $100. You're grateful. And you say thank you to me. You can only feel that sense of gratitude for so long. That's that's one event and you're grateful, but you don't owe me for the rest of your life. We're not going to celebrate this every time we see each other. That individual feeling, that gratitude in that moment doesn't last. When you feel grateful, there's certain <clears throat> reactions in your brain, right? You're elevating your happiness hormones, You're elevating your dopamine. You're elevating your endorphins. You feel good. You're grateful. That's not going to last forever, and it shouldn't. There should be more positive, happy things in your life than one person helping you out with something one time. 
<clears throat> so you can look at your life and you can see all of these good things in your life and you can think, I'm grateful for what I have. And what happens is you have these core beliefs that are preventing you from wanting more. And you have these priorities. Like you say, my job takes so much time. I'm taking care of my kids. I am taking care of my business, my dog. I'm doing all of these things. I have clients. You have all of these things going on that you should be grateful for. And you are grateful. But being grateful for certain aspects of your life doesn't mean that you are truly, truly fulfilled. And so what happens is you can sit there at the end of the day and you could think, I finished my work. I finished my duties, my task. I finished what I was supposed to do today. And because of what I got done today, just like every other day, you know, my business is doing well or I'm doing well on my job, something like that. The bank account looks good. I was able to take care of my kids and they're healthy. They're, they're getting straight A's or maybe they're in college or something to something to that effect. Right. And then what happens is after you reflect on all of that, you feel like you should not want more. So when you go down that list of certain aspects of your life, you're content with those things. But you're not excited. You didn't mention anything that gets your blood rushing. You didn't mention anything that gets your heart pounding. And when I ask you what it will take for you to get there, you don't know. What do you love to do? I don't know. Do you like going to the beach? I haven't been in a long time. Do you like going to concerts? Yeah, I went to one 25 years ago. It was fun. But you think that your life is so good now that you should not seek more. And I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. It's not true. If you do not feel fulfilled, then you should do something about it. You deserve to be happy. And when I say happy, I'm not talking about content. I'm talking about a life where you're continually creating new memories that have something to do with elevated amounts of laughter, hugs, and smiles. I want you to laugh more. I want you to do things for the fun of it because you like to do it. And when I'm talking about doing something just because you like to do it, I'm talking about what I call the HCA axis. And this is a part of, this is within positive psychology, right? It's just having balance in three different areas of your life. And so the first area, the H is hedonic. You should do things with a hedonic basis, meaning happiness, meaning that you're doing something you want to do because you want to do it. It doesn't serve a purpose. There's no great global or community benefit. You do it because you like it. I'm talking about going to the movies, playing basketball, playing video games, going out for ice cream, going out dancing, going horseback riding, or going to one of those um, wine and paint events, something like that. What What do they call it? Sip and paint or something? And what happens is you get so caught up in your life and you think, I should be grateful, I shouldn't want more, so that... When I made that list of things just now, you heard those things and maybe you think I like some of those things, but you're not going to do it. But you need to do more of what you enjoy doing. 
that's part of balancing the HCA axis hedonic is doing what you like to do just because you like to do it. Do what makes you happy. The C is content. You have to be content with certain aspects of your life. There's certain parts of your life that you don't need to change. You're content with your job. You're content with the car that you drive, the house that you live in, your family status, whether you're single, married, divorced, um, whether you have one kid or three kids or no kids, maybe you've adopted kids. You know, whatever it is, you're content. You like things the way that they are. And then there's the A. A is for achievement. You have to be feeling like you're achieving something. You're accomplishing something. And so what happens is you have to have balance among these three. The HCA axis. You have to be doing things that you enjoy just for the fun of it. There needs to be aspects of your life that you're content with. And then there needs to be part of your life where you're you're continually achieving something. And so a lot of people are in a situation where... There's more contentment than anything else. You're content. You have a nice job. You have a good family. People are healthy. You're caught up on your bills. Um, You enjoy yourself. Just day to day, like life's good. You're content. But when you don't have a sense of achievement, then you feel stagnant. And you get this growing feeling like something's missing. And that something missing could be something for you, or maybe you feel like you should be doing something more for other people. Maybe you feel it in your heart that your purpose is to serve more people, and you feel like you're not doing that. Or maybe you're doing it in a way where you don't feel a sense of achievement. For example, there are people that work in the helping professions, and they do the same thing every day. And for each individual that they help, it's a great help for that individual. However... For you in that position, because you're doing the same thing over and over again, you don't have the sense of achievement. And so when you feel like you're stagnant, when you feel like you're not moving in any direction, you're not elevating your life in any way, then that bleeds into contentment because you spend so many hours of your day working at your job or your business. And so if you don't feel like you're achieving anything, then you're truly not content with your job, your career. Because there's a lack of achievement. And when you are not content with something that you spend so many hours doing, then it's more difficult to do things just because you want to. You're thinking about how you're stagnant in your job. And so you're less likely to do something like go to a concert or just go get ice cream or maybe go start taking some dance lessons or music lessons. You don't want to do that because you're so stagnant in these other aspects of your life. But you have it backwards. You see, you can't work harder at your job to force yourself to do something that's fun, that's backwards. What you need to do is focus on what you love to do. So you may have a good life. You may think that... You have a good, strong, healthy family, a nice home, car, the job provides enough money to pay the bills. And because of that, you think you're wrong for wanting more. You think I should not want more. I should just be content. And you feel guilty for wanting to elevate your life. You feel guilty for wanting to have fun, for wanting to laugh more. You feel guilty. And then what you do is you compare yourself to other people. And you you think, oh, there are people in this world who don't have what I have. 
There are people who are suffering. There are people who are doing without. So I should be happy with what I have. And that's your excuse for not doing more. But you have it backwards. If you live a more fulfilling life, then you can do more for those other people. If if other people are suffering because of what they don't have and you have a lot and you remain stagnant, you're not helping them either. You're not helping anyone. What you're doing is sitting there trying to make yourself feel better about the life that you live when in reality you're bored, you're stagnant, you're unfulfilled. If you are happy with the life that you have, you're content, but you feel unfulfilled, you deserve to do more. And here's what I want you to understand. Everyone that loves you, cares about you, appreciates you, also wants you to be happy. They want you to elevate your life. They want you to laugh more, smile for, have have more fun. They want you to do these things. They want you to do it for you. You see, there are people who see that you're bored. There are people who see that you're stagnant, that you're not moving, that you're unfulfilled, but they can't do anything about it. They want you to come alive, but they can't do it for you. They don't know how to make you do it. So they don't even bring it up to you. They don't even talk to you about it, but they see it. They look at you. They understand that you're bored. They understand that you're unfulfilled. They understand that you are not happy with your life and you feel guilty about it because you think because of the things that you possess that you should be happy. So you feel guilty about being unfulfilled and you need a mindset shift. You need to recognize that if you live a fulfilling life, then you can elevate every other aspect of your life as well as the people around you. You see, if there are people who don't feel good, they don't really experience happiness and joy. If you can elevate your happiness and joy, you can bring them with you. So as you laugh more, they can laugh more. As you build the life that you love, they can see how you did it. They can emulate you and they can also share in your journey. So understand that elevating your happiness, elevating your life is not selfish. It's almost a requirement. Elevate your life. Do what you love to do. Get out of that mindset that you have enough that you should not seek more. The truth is you should seek more. You should always seek more. And the more that you have, the more that you can give. So elevating your life is not selfish. Elevating your life is not something to feel guilty about. You should always choose to elevate your life. Understand that when you move in any direction, the people closest to you are going to move as well. So as you become more bored and you become more stagnant and misery starts to creep in, the people closest to you are going to feel that too. And the reason why is because they're connected to you. I'm talking about the people that you love the most that are the closest to you. When you begin to feel miserable, they feel it too. And they want you to be happy and they can't make you happy. You have to elevate your own life. And so by choosing to do that, you elevate the other people around you. Hugs, smiles, and laughter are made, are made to be shared. So the more you smile, the more others will smile around you. The more you laugh the more other people will laugh around you. And that opens up more possibilities more possibilities to them because it, open, it opens up their brains. It opens up your brain. The thinking centers of your brain become wide open. And you 
elevate your innovation, your creativity, your information processing. You're a- better able to see the bigger picture. And then it becomes even easier to elevate your life. It becomes even easier to take the next step. And you should be taking the next step. Because you owe it to yourself to live your best life. And living your best life doesn't mean being content because you have a nice house. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing what you love to do. I'm talking about doing what makes you happy. Doing what makes you come alive. And allowing other people to share in your journey. And when you do that, you elevate their lives as well. What I want you to do is I want you to think about somebody else in your life right now. Somebody who is not as happy as they can be. Somebody who is not fulfilled. Think about somebody whose life is not what they thought it would be. And think about how you can make them happy. And understand that in all reality, you can try, but their happiness is their responsibility. But you want them to be happier, don't you? Those same people want you to be happier. And if you begin the process of elevating your happiness, of living a fulfilling life, then you can bring them with you. So when someone is miserable, when someone is unhappy, sometimes the best thing that you can do for them is elevate your life and bring them with you. Don't sit there and pity them. Don't sit there next to them while both of you wish you could be happier. Get up and go do something. Do something. Don't look at them and feel bad for them. And while you're feeling bad for them, you feel bad for yourself. And then you feel guilty for feeling bad for yourself because you go back to the old adage of, well, I have a healthy family. I have a house. I have a car. I have a job. I should not be unhappy. That's simply not true. And the proof is just in the numbers. We are, you know, as as, you know, the whole global population, not just in the U.S. where I'm at, but the world as a whole, we are more miserable angry, lonely, and depressed than we've been for some nations a hundred years. So the best thing that you can do for your community is to come alive, to live your best life, to do something fulfilling, to live your purpose. It's not just for you, so don't feel guilty about elevating your life. Choose to elevate your life. How else can you elevate anybody else's life if you can't elevate your own? So choose you. Choose to win. Choose happiness. And when you do that, you're going to bring other people with you. And the reason why you want to do that is because you and everyone that you know and love deserves to be happy. And I'm not talking about content with your car and your job. I'm talking about excited about the day. When you wake up in the morning, you're hyped because you get to go do what you love to do. You deserve that life. And if you already have nice things in your life, that doesn't lessen, that doesn't lessen your desire and need to live a fulfilling life where you're thriving. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to put some effort into doing what you want to do. Put some effort into elevating your life. I want you to get over this feeling that you have enough that you should that you feel guilty for wanting more. If you want more, go get it. First, you have to acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge that, yeah, you have a good life, but you want more. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay. You have to say, I want more and that's okay. Because the truth is, wanting more should be required of all of us. 
And it doesn't have to be anything in specific. More happiness, more hugs, more laughter, more room for your family, more money, a better job, more promotions. You should just want more. And if you want more, go get more. You're not going to get more by sitting there feeling sorry for yourself. You're not going to get more sitting there feeling guilty for wanting more. You can't sit up there and feel guilty and grateful at the same time. It doesn't make sense. What's really going on is you're lying to yourself because you say I should be grateful. And then you say I am grateful. And in reality, you're unfulfilled. And you're trying to mask that. By looking at what you have and calling yourself grateful. And I'm sure you appreciate the things that you have, but there's still something missing. And you know what that is. And I want you to go get it. Simple as that. Thank you for listening. I'm Charleston Gaines, emotional intelligence coach. And if you would like to meet with me one-on-one, you can contact me with what you can do is just go to my website, charlesongaines.com, and then just fill out the information. It'll be, you know, I'll get it and I'll reach out to you and we can talk about how we can work together to elevate your life. Before we even get to the point, you need to recognize that you deserve to get what you want. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to live a fulfilling life. I appreciate you and I'm just grateful for you. And um, thank you for being here.